Little honeybees flying around, little green peas from the ground, buttermilk biscuits nice and brown. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table, butterbeans, peas, beets, and chard, chickens running in the yard, catfish frying in that lard. Bring it to the Tennessee farm table. Cast on skillets, good and hot. Watch it steam and crack and pop. Cornbread bacon in that stove. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Pick them maters, good and ripe. Drop in black gang candy stripes. Look at 'em loading down those vines. Bring it to Tennessee farm table. Bring it to Tennessee Farm Table. Welcome to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. This is a show that is dedicated to the people of our Appalachian region who produce, prepare, and preserve our foods and agricultural products. This is your hostess, Amy Campbell. Our theme song is sung, arranged, and produced by East Tennessee's own Emmy Sunshine of Madisonville, Tennessee. We are so proud of this talented 13-year-old Tennessee performer. This morning, we're setting the table with Cobbler. We're going to visit today with Rebecca Schwepfinger from the city of Harriman, Tennessee, and hear all about their upcoming Cobbler Festival. Mary Constantine, food editor of the Knoxville News Sentinel, will set us straight on what are Cobbler's slumps and grunts. I've got a list of where you can find Tennessee-grown fresh berries today that are homegrown in Tennessee plus a list of current farming and food events in East Tennessee. Fred Sossman from Johnson City lets us know about how that very definitive architecture of Powell's Sudden Service restaurants that are seen in Upper East Tennessee came to be. Thank you so much for your good company here today at the Tennessee Farm Table. It is a treat to have your good company. Now let's get started. We're going down to Harriman, Tennessee today, and we're going to visit with Rebecca Schwepfinger. She's in charge of PR and special events for the city of Harriman, and the third year now, they put on this Cobbler Festival. This is a sweet, old-fashioned, small-town event, and it is definitely worth a car trip to Harriman. Let's join Rebecca right now and hear about this Cobbler Festival. Rebecca Schwepfinger, we're mm-hmm. here at the city of Harriman at the municipal building, mm-hmm. and will you tell us again your job here? Well, I'm the special events and PR coordinator for the city of Harriman, so I do a little bit of everything. I run and plan all of the events that the city hosts. I also run our farmer's market, and I run most of the social media pages for the city, as well as update and maintain our um, website, which we're still working on cleaning. (laughs) And then I also handle a lot of our tourism. And then on the PR side of thing, I'm the liaison between us and the media and press with any kind of breaking stories with the fire department or the police department or any kind of big news that's happening in Harriman. Well, I'm glad to be here again. I met you a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and you were so nice. You asked me to judge the Cobbler <laughs> Festival. Yeah. Gosh, what a good day that was. 
Will you let us know a little bit about yourself and why you love this town so much and all that kind of thing? Um, I was born and bred. I'm from Harriman, Tennessee. Um, I went to school here my whole life and then graduated high school and then went off to UT for four years to finish my degree and was lucky enough to be able to come back and and find this job. I I originally wanted to be a wedding planner. I was really into events. I like doing things and seeing, seeing people happy and getting to involved with them. And I was working at my, my dad's dental office plugging away just biding my time until kind of I could find a job and this job opened up and it just seemed perfect uh, not only did I get to do events but I got to do events in Harriman and kind of try to make and elevate the city that I've grown up in and love I'm third or fourth generation Harriman resident so that's so good mm-hmm. well y'all have the third annual cobbler festival coming up mm-hmm. and can you describe to people what this event is like well, we were trying to think, I, I personally love food, we were trying to think of a really cool festival we could do in the summer, maybe centered around food, and the idea of cobbler kind of came up, because I don't think anybody, I've, I've googled it, I don't think anybody else has a cobbler festival. They might have a fruit festival, they might have cobblers incorporated, but they don't have one that's just about cobbler, and what's a better southern staple than cobbler, and it's, it's easy to make, I think it's a cup of everything. So the centerpiece of this festival really is our cobbler competition where we have competitors come in and they submit their cobblers and they get to stay and dish them out. And um, as you mentioned, we have judges that come in and they they judge the cobbler and then we also open it up to the public. So anybody can come buy a ticket and get five samples and try as many cobblers as they like and, and then vote for their favorite as well. About how many people enter that cobbler competition? I think we've had it at exactly 13 each year. Like, we ended up, we had more than 13 sign up, but for some reason something has happened, and two years in a row we've had 13 competition competitors. <laughs> uh, I'm hoping we'll get 15 this year. That's always been my goal. Is this cobbler competition open to anybody? Or? I, surprisingly enough, most of the people that enter are just... They just are coming from their normal life. They're not necessarily coming from an organization or a business. They just think they have great cobbler and submit it in this competition. I mean, we will have some businesses that do it and some churches, and the Boy Scouts have come in the past. But mostly it's just groups of friends that want to get together. Um, I've got one competitor. She's already turned in her application. She's so excited. She's won the past two years. Her and her friend practice all year leading up to this. Oh, mercy. So she's she's pumped. She's, she's ready to go. <laughs> The Cobbler Festival happens at this beautiful park. Will you tell us about it? Yeah, David Webb Riverfront Park is where we have our our festival. Um, It was a park that was created mm, 10 plus years ago, but it's situated in between two bridges in Harriman along the Emory River. And it's it's a beautiful park. It's full of all sorts of memorials. We have, they're actually about to put up their new fireman memorial now. We've got police memorials and World War II and veterans memorials. So we've got all of that. And then we've actually just fixed our um, stairs leading down to our dock. So you can go and you can actually fish right out of this park. There's a little dock right on the river. And they've just renovated our playground as well. And we've added in a farmer's market pavilion for our farmer's market that is, um, it's got its home in the park as well. Oh, that's fantastic. 
there's this big beautiful gazebo Mm -hmm. and it's right on the Emory River is that right yes ma'am and the the gazebo was actually inspired um way back years and years ago there used to be a gazebo in our downtown that hosted lots of festivals and through changes of properties here and there it's actually not there any longer and there's other buildings and so when they were building this park uh Julian Ayler really wanted to put in this big gazebo that could be used for events and so that's what we ended up putting there it's giant our, our first year, it poured the rain on us, but yes, we, we all were under the gazebo, and everyone that was there was dry, and I don't think anybody felt crowded, and there was probably a hundred of us in there. Yeah, um, it was a good crowd. Yeah, we had a good crowd that first year, even even in the rain, so. Yeah. So you've got cobbler eating, cobbler competition. What kind of other little stuff's going on during the festival? We'll also have uh, live music, and then we'll have um, vendors as well. And I'm, I'm really excited with a lot of the vendors this year new. We've got some great craft vendors signed up. We've got an empanada guy coming, so different kinds of grub, too, if you want something besides something real sweet. And we're doing something new this year. We will also have... Um, five organizations that are selling cobbler by the bowl beyond the cobbler competition you want more than just a little taste you can go and get a whole bowl um so actually we we opened that up friday and we've already got all five spots filled as of tuesday this week so that's fantastic yeah we're looking forward to having that as people seem very excited (laughs) (laughs) if people want to enter this cobbler competition how do they register? Uh, there's an application on our website at cityofherman.net, and it's under the events tab. You can also find our event on Facebook at Cobbler Festival. I think it's just the full name, and it's on Facebook, and it's in the description there as well. Plenty of spots open for our cobbler competition. It'd be great if this year we can get 15 competitors in there, um, but we've still got spots available for our vendors as well. Rebecca Schweppfinger, Special Events Coordinator and PR Coordinator for the City of Harriman. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for having me. We, we love getting the word out about our, our little town and our festivals as much as we can. And you're listening to the Tennessee Farm Table podcast and broadcast. We've just heard from Rebecca Schweppfinger from the City of Harriman all about the Cobbler Festival coming up July 28th. And as always, links to this and all the stuff I mentioned always online at TennesseeFarmTable.com under that link that says listen to the show. And here's a list of a few people that I know of that are going to have berries today and a few pick-your-own-places here in East Tennessee. Today at the Market Square Farmer's Market in Knoxville, these growers will be selling berries. David Lay Farms, Mountain Meadows Farms, Colvin Family Farms, A Place of the Heart Farm, and Zavell's Farm. And these producers will be selling berries till the end of the berry season at the Market Square Farmer's Market on Saturdays and Wednesdays. You can also find quite a few of them selling berries out at the Oak Ridge Farmer's Market today. And if you're interested in a pick-your-own situation, here are a few places I know have some good berries. In Knox County, the Bouchane Berry Farm, that is out on Bluegrass Road in West Knoxville. Today their hours are 8 until noon. They're closing early for a family party. Their normal hours, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturdays, 8 to 8. David Lay Farms near Rogersville, Tennessee, also has a pick-your-own operation. And in Loudoun, Tennessee, Honey's Blueberry Farm is on Kingston Highway. Links to all of these places are also on that website, tennesseefarmtable.com, under that link that says listen to the show.
Support for the Tennessee Farm Table podcast is brought to you in part by Century Harvest Farms and Century Harvest Farms Foundation in Greenback, Tennessee. A sustainable farm in East Tennessee producing 100% grass-fed beef and other wholesome farm products. Preservative-free grass-fed charcuterie, preserves, pickles, and jams. Also home to the community-serving, food-insecurity-fighting Century Harvest Farms Foundation. Details at centuryharvest.com. And now it's In the Kitchen with Mary Constantine, food writer for the Knoxville New Sentinel. While we're in the height of berry harvest, I've been thinking of different ways to serve the season favorites. Of course, cobbler's the first thing to come to mind. But in the same vein are buckles, crisps, brown betty, slumps, and grunts. But have you ever thought, what are the difference? Well, I tried to look this up. According to the joy of cooking, a slump is a steamed fruit topped with dumplings, and instead of being baked, it's prepared on the stovetop. Apparently, grunt is just another term for a slump, but it depends on where you live. It's a dish that dates back to colonial days, with the Rhode Island area embracing the term slump, while those Massachusetts folks prefer grunt. Research shows that it was called a grunt because of the sound the dish makes when cooking. And it's called a slump because when it's served, it slumps across the plate. Now, the Huffington Post says that brown betties, buckles, cobblers, and crisps are obviously different, but they, some of them are just minor differences. A brown betty is a baked dish of fruit with the same type of buttery crumb topping as a crisp, except that some people like to use oats in their crisp. A buckle is a cake-like batter that's underneath the fruit, and it cooks. The dessert rises around the fruit, buckling inward, hence the name buckle. And of course, a cobbler is traditionally topped with drop biscuits. It got its name because the biscuits resemble a cobblestone street. But the Huffington Post says you better call foul on anyone that tells you that a fruit dish topped with pie crust is a cobbler. It's a pie. Now that that's out of the way, I think I'm going to give this grunt slump recipe a try. To make the dumplings, all you need is a cup of all-purpose flour, one and a half teaspoons of baking powder, a half of a teaspoon of salt, two tablespoons of sugar, two tablespoons of butter, and one-third cup of whole milk. Whisk the flour, baking powder, salt, and sugar together in a medium-sized bowl. Then cut the butter into small cubes and add to the flour. Using your hands or a pastry cutter, you need to mix the flour and the butter together until it resembles coarse meal. Now add the milk, stir it just until it's moist, form the mixture into a ball, and put it over to the side. 
Now you got to get your berries. We're going to use blackberries. So you get four cups of fresh blackberries, or if you've got some in the freezer, just to frost them and drain them. Those are fine. Place the berries in a two-quart saucepan and add one-half to three-fourths cup of sugar. You that depends on how sweet you want your dessert and how sweet the berries already are. Then you add a fourth of a teaspoon of cinnamon, a teaspoon of lemon juice, a teaspoon of lemon zest, and a third cup water. Heat the mixture over medium-high heat until it starts to boil. Once that happens, you want to stir it a few times and make sure that the berries are all well coated with sauce. Now, Take your dumpling dough and tear it off into spoons full-sized chunks of dough and drop onto the fruit. You'll get about six dumplings out of that. Reduce the heat, cover the pot, and let it simmer for about 25 minutes. And whatever you do, don't peek inside the pot or you're going to let the steam out. Once it's done, take the top off. You can serve it hot. You can serve it cold. Uh, you can use ice cream, you can use whipped topping, or you can just savor the flavor of the berries. This is Mary Constantine with the Tennessee Farm Table. Here are several activities and events sponsored by area nonprofit groups that are farming, food, or agriculturally related. If you're in your car and you can't scribble this stuff down, I always have these links on my website, tennesseefarmtable.com, under the link that says Listen to the Show. The 15th Annual Wine on the Water event to benefit Cystic Fibrosis Foundation will be held Friday, September 14th from 6.30 until 9.30 at Volunteer Landing in Knoxville, Tennessee. This event features local wineries and restaurants that are helping to further the mission of the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. The Nourish Knoxville Market Square Farmers Market is now open and takes place weekly on Wednesdays from 11 to 2 and Saturdays from 9 until 2. These markets run until November. There are four markets operated by East Tennessee Farmers Association of Retail Marketing, and they are open and as follows. Tuesday is the Ebenezer Road Farmers Market from 3 until 6, located where Westland Drive joins Ebenezer in West Knoxville. Wednesday is the Oak Ridge Farmers Market from 3 until 6 at Jackson Square. Friday is the Lake Shore Park Farmers Market from 3 until 6 p.m., Saturday is the Oak Ridge Farmer's Market from 8 a.m. until 12 noon at Jackson Square. The Maryville Farmer's Market is now open and takes place every Saturday from 9 a.m. until 12 noon at Founders Square in downtown Maryville. The Dixie Lee Farmer's Market in Far West Knotts County now open every Saturday from 9 until 12 noon at 12740 Kingston Pike. The East Tennessee Chapter of National Young Farmers Coalition is a networking and advocacy group for new and beginning farmers. This group hosts four to six events per year, such as potlucks, farm tours, and film screenings, and a great way to meet other local growers. Second Harvest Food Bank is in need of volunteers to help pick produce at Century Harvest Farms in Greenback, Tennessee. 
Century Harvest Farm Foundation and Second Harvest Food Bank have partnered together, and this produce will then be donated and distributed to Second Harvest Food Bank partner organizations that serve 18 counties in our East Tennessee area. To volunteer or for more information, by email greg at secondharvesttn.org. The Sevierville Commons Farmer's Market is now open on Fridays from 9 a.m. until 1.30. The Morgan County Farmer's Market will be open on Saturdays this year from 9 a.m. till 12 p.m. or sellout. The location of this market is Wartburg, Tennessee, and I think it's the old courthouse. And there is a brand new East Side Sunday Farmer's Market in East Knoxville every Sunday until August 23rd from 2 p.m. until 5 p.m. at the Tabernacle Baptist Church at 2137 Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue. The Harriman Farmer's Market will open Saturday at 8 a.m. at the David Webb Riverfront Park in Harriman, Tennessee. And again, links and phone numbers to all this that I just read can always be found in one big list at TennesseeFarmTable.com under that link that says listen to the show. This is Potluck Radio. I'm Fred Saussman. There are 28 PALS Sudden Service restaurants ranging from Norton, Virginia down to Jefferson City, Tennessee. The regional restaurant chain was founded in Kingsport, Tennessee in 1956 by Frederick Powell Barger, whose parents ran a restaurant there called Scobie's. The original Powell's is a walk-up-and-order restaurant. Most of the other 27 Powell's in operation today are drive through and they're known for their hamburger, hot dog, french fry, and milkshake architecture. When he decided to build the drive through businesses, Powell did not hire a professional architect to design the structures. Instead, it happened over the dinner table at Scobie's with Powell's friend, Tony Baroni. I said, Tony, I've been thinking about doing a drive through only. And he said, oh, I always want to do one of those. So he got that napkin and drew it upside down so I could see it. And then he pushed that aside and said, now here's another idea. I said, I don't want to see anything else. That's what we're going to do. So we did the first hamburger and, and a hot dog in the basement of Scobie's out of styrofoam. And it had a Corvette shop to put the paint on it. And we had styrofoam all over everything after where we, we had took, taken a piece of conduit and put a piano wire on it and electrified it so we could carve out, take the styrofoam. We got it over in Johnson City in big blocks and glued it together. and carved away everything it didn't look like a hot dog or a hamburger and then had it and so that's where the first first set came from Actually, we have a boat company now that still does it. Okay. yeah yeah we just call them up and say give us one large hot dog one large hamburger to go that original napkin is proudly framed and displayed at pal's world headquarters in kingsport tennessee for potluck radio i'm fred saussman Thank you so much for your great company here today on the Tennessee Farm Table. Hope you can join us again right back here next Saturday at 9 a.m. on the radio dial at WDVX.com out in Knoxville or anytime on our podcast, TennesseeFarmTable.com. Our theme song was written by myself and sung, arranged, and performed by Emmy Sunshine of East 
Tennessee. More information about Emmy Sunshine at TheEmmySunshine.com. That is spelled T-H-E-E-M-I Sunshine.com. We hope you'll reach out and connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and also our podcast on TennesseeFarmTable.com, and please tell your friends about us. We want to say thank you to WDVX Radio out of Knoxville, Tennessee. They are a true community-supported radio station that does not receive funding from universities or government agencies. The community and businesses support WDVX. Through an agreement with WDVX, they are our media partner, and the Tennessee Farm Table Show is broadcast on that station every Saturday at 9 a.m. We hope you have a good week and keep on digging. This has been a Campbell Creative Incorporated production.